Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This is Undaunted Life, a man's podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Thompson. Let's get into it. So this episode, we are going to be talking about goal setting. So obviously this time of year, that's when everyone starts talking about goal setting because you're looking to 2018, you're looking back on 2017. And for most of us, goals are something that at least comes up. There's a lot of blogs at the end of the year and videos on Twitter. Uh, People at work are talking about their goals. Maybe people that you're in relationship with, whether it's family or spouses, maybe they're talking to you a little bit about goals for the next year. And we kind of have this new year, new you attitude thing, right? Like it's like, oh, everything's going to change. You know, I know 2017 was just terrible, but everything's going to be better in 2018. This is why and blah, blah, blah. It's just that time of year for goal setting. So I'm just going to go ahead and throw this into the noise that's already going on in the goal setting space. But uh, one thing I want to just ask is just for everybody, and obviously you can't answer in this type of a setting, but how many guys in your life do you know of that actually set goals for the year? So just think about the guys that are in your life, whether they're on your intramural team, maybe guys in your Sunday school, guys that you work with. How many guys do you know for certain set goals? And and my my guess is that it's in the single digits, and that's if any at all. Because whenever I look around, even in my life, I know very, very few guys, really I can count them on one hand, that actually set goals for the year or even set goals at work. Uh, and I mean, some guys have goals that are set for them, but that's not, that doesn't count. I'm talking about guys that actually talk about goals. And so, um, the thing about it is, is most men don't set goals. And, and really there are three reasons why men don't set goals. And so whenever I look out on the landscape of manhood, the first goal or the first reason that I see why a man wouldn't want to set a goal is that he's skeptical. So the first reason is skepticism, right? So they don't think goal setting works. They don't think goal setting matters. Uh, Maybe they're skeptical because they've set goals in the past and they didn't reach them. So one of the first reasons they don't set goals is skepticism. The second is that they're lazy. So, I mean, that's just straight up. It is what it is. Most guys don't set goals because they're lazy. They're too lazy to set goals and they're definitely too lazy to follow through on any goal that they set, even if it's not really a goal that's going to push them or stretch them at all. And the last reason that I see is really just cowardice. Most guys are absolutely cowardly when it comes to setting goals. They don't want to set goals that are too big. They don't want to set a goal and then not get there. Uh, They're just absolutely cowardly about the whole idea of goal setting. And one of the things you have to ask yourself is, is being skeptical, lazy, or cowardly good reasons to not set goals. I mean, truly ask yourself that I'm really skeptical. Gosh, I'm just a little lazy or I'm just being a coward. Are those good reasons not to set a goal? I mean, I just, that is not a good compelling reason to not set a goal. So I want us to go ahead and take those ideas that are floating around in our brain right now and just toss those off in another direction. 
But another thing about goals is everyone's kind of heard about the same things when it comes to goals. And of course, on this podcast, we want to come at things from a different perspective, from a different philosophy. I mean, everyone's heard about the Yale study, especially if you went to college, everyone talked about the Yale study. And I'm not going to just recap that for you. If you've never heard it before, just go to Google and type in Yale goal setting story. You'll, you'll come up with that. And then everyone's heard about smart goals. And so some people think if they can't fit their goals into kind of that smart goals format, then they, they can't really have goals. And so for those of you who aren't aware of smart goals, I mean, most people are pretty aware, but if you're not aware of it up to this point, smart stands for specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, or some people say realistic and time bound. So we'll just say specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time bound. Here's the major issue I have with smart goals is in my opinion, three out of five of those are not really that great when it comes to goal setting. So I don't have any problem with specific and I don't have any problem with relevant. I I think you should be very specific in the types of goals that you want to accomplish and they need to be relevant. They need to be relevant to where you're at in your life and the things that you're doing. But here's the, here's the issues that I have with measurable, attainable, and time bound. So first with measurable is this is going to sound ridiculous, but some things just can't be measured. Uh, but some things just need to be on your goal sheet because you need to be aware of them. So, so like for me, this isn't a goal for me for this year, but I'm kind of a pessimistic person. So if I was like, I need to be more optimistic, how in the world would I measure that? I plan to once a month react positively when I used to react negatively, burp, burp, burp. like that's not really a realistic thing. So you can't really measure that. So I don't like the measurable metric. Uh, the second and attainable is If you only set goals that are attainable, then why are you even setting goals? I plan to wake up and brush my teeth. Well, if you already do that, that's an easily attainable goal. So, and we're going to talk about stretch goals a lot later on in this podcast, but if you're only setting attainable goals, then there's nothing to be said about for stretch goals, for actually taking yourself beyond what you think you can do, right? So that's my issue with attainable. And last, time bound. You may not know the appropriate time period for the goal. So at the, especially this time of year, you'll get a lot of people that will set a weight goal. And weight goals are normally, you know, round numbers. I'm trying to lose, you know, 20 pounds, 50 pounds, 100 pounds, whatever that is. But, but let's say your goal is I'm going to lose 50 pounds by the end of July. You have no idea if that's an appropriate time period for you, right? Because let's say you lose 25 pounds quick, but then you plateau, which most people do when they're losing weight. And let's say in order for you to safely drop that weight, a a better time period is September. Maybe September is a better time bound thing for you to do. Or or maybe you're going to lose it super quick and maybe May would be a better time than July to do that. Um, And so I just think whenever you put yourself in a time bound scenario, again, I know you can adjust goals up or down depending upon what happens in the real world. But it's just when people look at smart goals, I think sometimes that it's it stymies them a little bit. So I I try to make sure that that people realize that smart goals are fine, but there are issues even within the smart goal framework. So um, before I get into kind of sharing with you some of the goals that that I did for for 2018 for the year coming up, I want to just kind of talk very briefly about how to attain your goals. And this is the part in blogs or in videos or podcasts that you're listening to about goal setting when people get like really philosophical and they're like, yeah, you got to make sure you do this and set yourself up this way and make sure there's accountability and not just single accountability, but double accountability or whatever the thing looks like. So for me, it's actually pretty simple. It's just three words that you do in succession, right? Okay. The first is to decide. The second is discipline. And the third is do. That's it. Decide discipline, 
do. So let's just take a goal. I'm just going to kind of pull one out here. So say, let's say your goal is that you do want to lose 50 pounds. So let's say that you decide that you're going to do it. You make the decision and then you go forward. And if you're a man of your word, you're actually going to come through on that, right? But in order to do that, now that you've decided on it, you have to have discipline to make that happen. So you don't just lose 50 pounds by just sitting on the couch. That's how you gain that extra 50 pounds, right? So discipline is making sure that you have the right equipment so that you can work out, making sure that you are set up to work out at home, set up to work out at a gym in the area. Uh, You need to make sure that you have the right diet going on because that's obviously a huge part of losing weight. And then the last part is just do it. Like literally just get out there and do whatever the goal is. So you've set yourself up. You've decided you're going to lose this weight. Uh, you've, you've got your new shoes for the gym. You, you know your route to the gym and you know what times a, a week you're going to do it and everything's all squared away. But then so many people just get ready, getting ready. They just, they just hurry up and they just get ready. All they're doing is just, they're just getting ready, but they never actually just do. They never actually just execute. So the easiest way for you to attain your goals is really keep it simple. Decide, discipline, and do. Okay. Uh, and before I, I share these goals with you, I, I want to share some filters that I use and specifically what we're going to call two filters for manly goal setting. And, and these two are very connected to one another. So here are my two filters with goal setting. The first is it's worth it goals only. So worth it goals only. And the second is stretch goals only. So let's start with the first worth it goals. You have to decide for you, is this goal worth it? I know, like it's absolutely, you know, mind splitting, universe splitting stuff. I know. But so many goals that people set are just not worth it. And I'm not even going to come up with an example because even when I said that, I'm sure you thought of goals that in your head or goals that you've heard other people say that's like, is that even worth it to strive towards? Like, why would anyone even want to uh, aspire to doing that? particular thing. So make sure that the goal is worth it for you, that nobody gets extra bonus points for having like four or five pages worth of goals for the year. How about you take that down to a a half a page or a single page of goals that are really just worth it. And the second thing is stretch goals only, like I said, so stretch goals. So uh, for instance, one of my goals that I'll get into here is, so maybe you have a reading goal. You want to read X amount of books this year. Why don't you take whatever X is and expand it by like five or 10%. So you're already thinking in terms of I'm going to stretch myself beyond what I think I can do at this point. And that's no matter what category of goal that you're working with, whether that's physical goals, goals within your marriage, goals within your business, whatever those things are, make sure your goals are stretch goals because, and I told you they're connected. If you set a stretch goal, then that goal automatically becomes worth it. I mean, I mean, just think about it. So if, if you're like, I'm going to read, we'll keep it simple, 20 books this year. And then you just say, you know what, screw it. I'm going to do 25 books. You're already making that goal worth it because you're not going to be reading, you know, Dr. Seuss books, hopefully. And if you go back to our podcast, we just did before this one, we talked about really, really good books we read in 2017 and the ones we're going to be reading in 2018. But when you set goals that are worth it, they are going to stretch you. And when you set stretch goals, they're almost always worth it. Okay. So now I want to go ahead and share with you all uh, some parts of my 2018 goals. So I've been working on this and and been thinking about it for a while. So I'm just going to go through the list of the different categories that I use for this year. So I did spiritual, marriage, undaunted life, physical, mental, financial, and random. 
And so that is not a complete list. So if, if you've got goals that are outside of those categories or you don't have any goals in those certain categories, that, that's not what I'm telling you my categories for. I'm just telling you that most people, when they think of goals, they just start with a list and they just say, one, two, three, four, five, I want to do this, I want to do that. But it's easier for our brains to digest whenever we put things into compartments. So that's why I put things into certain compartments. So I'm just going to kind of run down my list and share with you some. So obviously this is an accountability thing. So if you all want to email me or reach out to us on social media just to see how that's how it's going that's kind of the whole point of this and when you do your goals make sure you share them with other guys that are in your life and it should help keep you on track and then kind of help you know if you're doing the right types of goals if you are doing worth it goals and if you are stretching yourself so under spiritual um really just this week for whatever reason i felt like god was telling me that i need to really look at romans and galatians and so I'm going to do really deep dive studies into those two books of the Bible. So um, one of my favorite theologians, uh, modern theologians and pastors is Tim Keller. So Tim Keller actually has uh, two books that he wrote breaking down Romans. And then he's got another book uh, breaking down Galatians. And I've got a really good uh, English Standard Version study Bible. So I'm going to do deep dives into those. So that's one of my spiritual goals for the year. And the other is this is going to seem kind of silly for some of you, but for me, it, it's not really. But it's to not miss church for any stupid reason. All right. So uh, even in the the past year in 2017, my wife and I missed church for just a myriad of useless reasons like, oh, we're tired or, you know, she's uh, got a she's a photographer. And so she's like, oh, I got a photo shoot or me. I'd be like, oh, well, I got things going on. And so it's just not setting uh, setting church up to be something that can be so easily dismissed. And again, for some of you, it is just like clockwork. Boom. You're there Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, whatever you're doing. But it hasn't always been that way for me. I didn't grow up in church and that's not an excuse by any means, but it's just not something that's always been there. So that's a goal for this year is to literally not miss church for any stupid reasons. So the the second, I'm going to tell you about one of my marriage goals, and that's to do a monthly family meeting. So my wife and I don't have kids. It's just uh, her and I were going on nine years of marriage. And one thing that happens is when you go two or three months, maybe even six months without just sitting down and looking your spouse in the eye and just talking about random things. And these aren't meetings about, you know, the universe and our place in it all the time. Some of it's just like, hey, let's let's sit down and look at our budget and just make sure that we're, we're still on on track for some of the things that we want to do. Hey, you know, how are things going with you? Is, is everything going well in the relationship? Are there things that we need to work on? Are there rough edges that we need to smooth out? But that really happens in a family meeting type scenario. And so for us, for my wife and I, we put that on the calendar. We don't just say, all right, at some point in January, we're going to sit down at the same table and talk about this kind of stuff. No, I mean, we're both planners. We both live by our calendars in a lot of ways. So that's one thing that we want to do is we want to make sure we do a family meeting every single month for this year. Now for Undaunted Life, just a couple of the goals that I'll share with you is I'm going to do one podcast every week. So um, when doing a podcast, some people kind of do seasons where they'll do an episode every week for eight weeks and then they'll take eight weeks off and then they'll come back. Uh, some people are just every other week. You know, if you're, if you listen to Dan Carlin's hardcore history, it's like three or four podcasts a year, but they're like five hours long each. But I want to put something out for you all every week. And I want to make sure that it's relevant to something. If there's something huge going on culturally or within the church, I want to make sure that we talk about that in a time sensitive manner, but also just to give you a deeper sense of what we believe philosophically when it comes to a lot of different issues. 
And the second uh, second goal that I have for Undaunted Life this year is I want to do another U version devotional. So um, the first devotional we wrote a year ago was a 21 day men's devotional that really breaks down what we think of when we talk about spiritual, mental, and physical resilience. So that's on the U version Bible app, or if you go to Bible.com, you can find it there as well. And just a couple of months ago, we released a um, marriage devotional for husbands. So both of those have done really, really well. And so the idea I have for this year is I want to co-write one with my wife, actually, and call it Undaunted Wife. And so I want to make sure that for the ladies out there, uh, most ladies assume things and they assume them correctly about men's ministry. They just, you know, see their guys go to, you know, that Saturday morning prayer breakfast. And, you know, there's an old football player that comes and talks about how he used to chase women, but he doesn't anymore. And, you know, that type of an attitude and they eat pancakes and talk in a circle and then they're done. So they think that's men's ministry or they go to some, you know, weekend retreat where the guys are pretending they're roughing it. And in all actuality, they're actually just sitting inside of uh, air conditioned and heated uh, cabins and just going and talking to each other a few times a day. Um, and so I want to make sure that that women can look for certain things in men's ministries and look for certain things in their men and where they can encourage them and call out any weakness or cowardice in their husbands, because that's one of the best places and one of the most honest places that you'll get that type of feedback. Now, I want to share uh, physical goals. So one thing about physical goals is some of you should, and I would encourage you to set goals around working out, unless it is just a foregone conclusion that you're going to do that. So ever since I was like 14 years old, I've consistently worked out. And even now, as a 31-year-old, I work out six or seven times a week, um, or, or six to seven days a week. So I'm, I'm working out maybe nine or 10 times doing different things throughout the week. I get plenty of rest, but whenever, even when I'm resting, I'm doing recovery exercises, doing yoga or or something like that. So uh, I don't put goals around working out just because it's second nature for me. But uh, a couple of goals within jujitsu, since I just started jujitsu maybe about five or six months ago, is uh, in 2018, I would really like to earn my blue belt. Um, so that's something that I would really like to do. It's kind of out of my hands. And we'll talk a little bit about uh, goals that are out of your hands later. And I'd like to win two tournaments. So uh, I did a tournament in December, a national tournament in Tulsa, where I won my division. So uh, it was my first tournament. Didn't really know what to expect. But I would really like to win two tournaments this year. I think that's a, a good, solid stretch goal, especially since there's a lot of good competition in my area with jiu-jitsu. And the other physical goal is to do the Murph again. So any of you that are familiar with the Murph workout, uh, if you're connected with CrossFit or anything at all. It's about uh, Michael Murphy, uh, one of the SEALs that died. Uh, it's the same same mission where we get the book Lone Survivor in the movie and all that. It was that same mission. Um, so the workout is a one-mile run, 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 air squats, and another mile run. And so I've done that every year for the last three years. And so that's just usually a good thing that if you can do that, that you're in good shape. And so that's just something that I'm going to do every year. It comes up uh, in, on Memorial Day weekend. And so I'm going to be doing that again this year as one of my physical goals. So now I'm going to move on to mental goals. So I've already talked about this in the last uh, podcast a little bit um, when we were talking about books. But for this year, my my stretch goal for me is to read 25 books. And I know some of you, as soon as you heard me say that, you're like, man, 25 is really not that much. And then, then other guys were like, oh my gosh, 25, is that even possible? Um, but for me, 25 books is is would be the most books I've ever read in a year. So this year, I I mean, I crushed it reading, you know, with, with the schedule that I had, I actually did crush it. And for me, crushing it was reading 22 books. So I'm 22 books that I've read, and there's one book that I'm in the middle of now. So doing 25 books next year, 
may not seem like much of a stretch goal, but I will tell you guys that a lot of the books that are on my list to read in 2018, they are gargantuan. They are absolutely huge volumes. I mean, we're talking seven, 800, 900 pages. A book I'm reading right now is over a thousand pages. And so knocking out 25 books is going to be tough. And one of those books and another goal, like I said on the last podcast is to read the Odyssey. So you know, we read bits and pieces of it, I think, when I was in ninth grade. But uh, just to read it all the way through, that's going to be a very mentally taxing thing, obviously, because it's, you know, thousands or hundreds and hundreds of pages of epic poetry. But that that's one thing I want to make sure I do this year. So uh, financial goals, I think it's very important to set financial goals. And so uh, the ones that I would, I would share with you is... This year, we're going to be doing some musical cars, I guess would be the best way to say it. And so we're going to be getting rid of some vehicles and we're going to be getting some with cash. So uh, being debt free is fairly important to my wife and I. Uh, we, we don't owe a lot on anything we pretty much owe on our house. And so that's something that's very important to us. And so we want to kind of keep that in place and we're going to have to do a little finagling to make that happen. But again, financial goals are important. And then I just have a a random category for goals that just don't kind of fit. And one of them, it's basically hunting goals that I have for this year. So I did not grow up in a family that shotguns are hunted. Uh, It's one of the things that I, I really dislike about my childhood is, you know, I got all the sports in I needed and got all the rough housing in I needed, probably could have got a little bit more in, but I really wish I would have learned how to hunt. So even as an adult, uh, I want to make sure that I get that all squared away so that if I have a son someday or a daughter that's into that type of thing, that I will be able to show them based on my experience as opposed to, oh, I read a blog on how to hunt. And then I went out and just did it and just basically lied to my kid about my experience level. So, um, but for this year, um, I do want to take down several different animals. So I do want to take down a deer, a hog and a coyote. Uh, I mean, in Oklahoma, it shouldn't be too much of a problem to get those. But my stretch goal for hunting is to take down a bull elk. So obviously, uh, going on an elk hunt is a much different type of thing. I know a lot of you guys out there are probably um, bow hunters. Um, I'm just now getting into into rifle shooting. So I've got a 308 distance rifle that I use. And so want to go on an elk hunt, want to maybe potentially go to Wyoming or Idaho or something like that to where it's like a really crazy terrain. It's going to be a very difficult physical type of thing. So uh, again, those are some of my goals for this year. Again, there's a lot of different goals in those categories and there's a lot of goals that I didn't share because I just didn't want to go too long winded on just my goals for the year. So but as as we're kind of coming down to the end here, uh, I want to give you two quick tips for goal setting. So now that you've kind of heard some goals and you've probably started thinking of some for yourself, there's two very, very quick tips. The first is to not play the comparison game. So by comparison game, I mean, okay, so you heard my goals. Don't just be like, oh man, well, my goals aren't as good as his, or gosh, my goals are way better than this clown's. Like you don't necessarily have to do that. And the other thing is, is don't compare yourself to other people, right? That's the other part of the comparison game is most of the time people have issues uh, when comparing their lives to other people's lives. And they're doing it based on people's like Twitter or their Instagram pictures or something like that. But just think about it. When you're looking at someone's Instagram, you're looking at their highlight reel, right? And I'm not the first person to say something like that, but don't compare yourself to someone else's highlight reel and try to set your goals based on what you think the life is that someone else is leading, okay? And that's the first tip for goal setting. The second tip is don't be afraid to set goals that you don't have complete control over. I mean, some people just, they don't want to set goals unless they can literally control all the nuances within that. So, I mean, I'll even go back to my goals. I am not in charge about whether or not I, I earn my white or my blue belt this year in jujitsu. I'm not. I mean, I could do everything that's required of me. I could uh, do all the things above and beyond, go to practice a bunch of different times, help people out with learning, help people out while they're competing, compete myself, win tournaments, but it's not up to me. It's up to the black belts at our school to decide who the blue belts are, right? It's, it's not uh, such a linear process where I can predict that. 
So that's just one example of how we should look at goal setting that we don't have to always feel like we're in complete control of it. So make sure that you're doing goals that are worth it and make sure that you can stretch yourself. But at the end of the day, make sure that you're not comparing to everybody else. And also don't be afraid to set goals that you don't have complete control over. So um, I would really like to know what some of your goals are for next year. So if you would please email uh, me on those that it's info at undaunted.life. Again, info at undaunted.life. Share with us on social media. We'll talk about all the social media tags there at the end. But before we let you go, we're going to do our quick resilience boost. So as most of you know, at this point, we are a men's ministry and our mission is cultivate manly resilience. And specifically, we like providing content that forges spiritual, mental, and physical toughness. So uh, we are going to talk about physical resilience today. And the reason is, is because a lot of times for a lot of guys, if they do end up doing goals, which I desperately hope that all of you do goals for next year, Many do physical goals, so they are goals around working out or specific races they want to run or times that they want to beat or, or weights that they want to, want to be able to throw around. So the one quick thing I want to share with you is I think you should all follow the FIT principle. So that's F-I-T-T, and that stands for frequency, intensity, time, and type. Frequency, intensity, time, and type. So do plenty of research if you want to on that, but I'm just going to make it easy for you. So in terms of frequency, the frequency for you should be often. If you're going to work out and set physical goals, you need to be working out often. On intensity, you need to work out hard every single time. If you're going to work out, you may as well work out hard. In terms of time, sub one hour. There is a lot of research out there about diminishing returns when you just work out and work out and work out. And if you're the guy that's in the gym throwing weights around for an hour and a half, two hours, you're not doing yourself any favors. And the last is type. I say do varied. Do a varied amount of workouts. The thing is, is I don't think you should just do yoga and be super flexible because you're going to come into a situation where you need to push someone or something off of you and you won't have the strength to do so. And then there's also the guys that are just like totally swolled up, you know, deadlift dudes, but they can't run at all to save their lives. They, they don't have the cardiovascular strength to take care of the things they need to take care of. So make sure you vary the things you're doing to where you are flexible, you are strong, you are explosive, uh, you do have the different cardiovascular things that you can do. So again, fit principle, frequency, do it often, intensity, go hard, time, sub one hour, and type varied. All right, guys, thanks as always for listening in. Please subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Google Play and refer your friends to listen, share on social media as well. If we deserve a five-star review, please leave one for us. The website, again, that we are on is www.undaunted.life. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at undauntedlife and facebook.com backslash undauntedlife. Check out our free devotionals on the YouVersion app. Just search the words Undaunted Life under plans. We also want to thank the band August Burns Red for allowing us to use their music library for our content the intro and outro track on this podcast is their song king of sorrow which is off their latest record entitled phantom anthem links are in the description i'm your host kyle thompson remember keep cultivating manly resilience keep forging spiritual mental and physical toughness keep seeking the lion of judah 